0: What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The CPA Zone, the podcast where we discuss tax strategies and accounting tips for entrepreneurs and real estate investors. My name is Ryan Pulis, and our company, The Pulis Group, offers tax planning and advisory services for entrepreneurs like you. Whether it's bookkeeping, tax planning, or CFO services that you're looking for, we've got you covered. What's up, everybody? Ryan Pulis here with another episode of the CPA Zone. Today, we're going to talk about something called the Corporate Transparency Act. So this act was passed in 2021 and is a significant piece of legislation for small business owners and many real estate investors. The act creates new reporting requirements under FinCEN. That's Treasury's Financial Crime and Enforcement Network. The effective date of the Corporate Transparency Act is January 1st, 2024. Now we're in January 24, which means the reporting requirements are now in play. So a brief overview of the Corporate Transparency Act. So the rationale behind this, uh, at least the rationale given to us, is claiming to be to combat money laundering and terrorism financing. That's what we're told the act's put in place for. Personally, I think this is a gross overreach by government. However, my opinion is not going to change the reporting requirements put forth by this act, so they're essentially meaningless. My job here is to make you aware of these reporting requirements so you don't miss them because the penalties are pretty steep. So the Corporate Transparency Act requires businesses to report personal information of the beneficial owners for the company. So this is referred to as Beneficial Owner Information, or BOI, sometimes you'll hear that pronounced as boy. So who's affected by this? So there's two primary categories of business entities that are required to report the beneficial owner information. We have domestic reporting companies. These are entities created by filing a document with the secretary of state or a similar office under state law. So the categories, this category includes things like corporations, limited liability companies, LLCs, or limited partnerships, limited liability partnerships, all those entities that are formed under state law and are required to be registered with the Secretary of State or a similar office. So sole proprietors are not subject to these reporting requirements. There's no official filing with the state. You're operating under your own name and social security number. So there's no beneficial owner reporting for sole proprietors. Second categories, uh, foreign reporting companies. So these are entities formed under foreign country law, but they're registered to do business in the United States. So these, the registration is again, typically done by filing a document with the Secretary of State or similar office. I know here in Virginia, it's called the State Corporation Commission. So these entities would include things like foreign corporations and foreign LLCs and other foreign entities operating in the U.S. Now, there are some exceptions to the reporting requirements. So, for example, entities like securities issuers, domestic government authorities, banks, and certain large companies are exempt from the reporting requirements. So, large company, in this case, large company under the Corporate Transparency Act, means an entity with at least $5 million in revenue and 20 or more full-time employees. So the and here is key, you have to have both. So if you have a $5 million a year in revenue, but only 10 employees, you're gonna to have to report. If you have $4 million a year in revenue and 100 employees, you will have to report the keys, 5 million in revenue and 20 or more full-time employees. If you're exempt one year because you exceed $5 million and have 20 plus employees, But in a future year, you dip below those thresholds, you will have to start complying with the act. Now, beneficial owner, the way that's defined under the Corporate Transparency Act is it's made up of individuals that have significant control or ownership over the reporting company. So anyone with 25% or more ownership is considered a beneficial owner, as are the officers or senior executives of the company. So the intent is to capture both those who have formal control or influence over the company, like the officers and senior executives and those who have a significant stake in the company's ownership, but may not be involved in the, in the day to day management. Now, the reporting requirements for under the corporate transparency act, the beneficial ownership information, the information required to be reported will include the full legal name, the address, date of birth, identification number like social security number, plus a copy of a passport or some other ID like a driver's license for each beneficial owner. Now, the timelines for the reporting, for the initial reporting, vary depending on when the company was formed. So companies that were in existence before January 1st, 2024. Right now, that's going to be most people, most entities. The deadline for the initial filings, January 1st, 2025, almost a whole year to get those entities filed under FinCEN. No hurt in waiting, just to see if anything changes. I doubt much is going to change, if anything. The second group consists of entities formed between January 1st, 2024 and January 1st of 2025. Those entities will have 90 days from formation to handle the initial filing with FinCEN. So if you started a company... January first of 2024, you're going to have to file that initial report by March 30th or March 31st. I think we have a leap year this year. Uh, whatever 90 days is from January 1st to complete that initial filing. Entities formed after January 1st, 2025, only have 30 days from formation to get that initial filing in with FinCEN. So I think best practice going forward is when the when a new entity is formed get that initial filing taken care of. I suspect you'll see a lot of attorneys and companies that handle company creations that help set up and file your articles of incorporation or articles of organization with the state. They're probably going to handle this initial filing for you as well. Probably cost you a few hundred bucks in addition to get this filing done, but worth it to make sure you don't fall fall under some sort of non-compliance under the act. There's also ongoing compliance requirements. So This report, this beneficial ownership information report, is a one-time filing. You file an initial report. It's not something that needs to be done every year. However, if anything changes, you have to update your filings, and you have 30 days from the day of any change to update your filing. So that's not a lot of time. And a change could be something like a change in address for one of the beneficial owners. That's going to have to be updated with, with FinCEN within 30 days. An expired driver's license, if that's the ID that's on file, that's likely going to trigger an updated filing that needs to be filed within 30 days of that change. So when you redo your driver's license or passport, if you're using that, you're going to have 30 days to update that with FinCEN for any of the beneficial owners. Now, since the passage of this act, the Corporate Transparency Act, many people have expressed concerns over privacy. So according to the FAQs posted by FinCEN, only certain users will have access to these BOI reports. So FinCEN will permit federal, state, local, and tribal officials and certain officials that submit a request through a U.S. federal government agency to obtain the beneficial ownership information for authorized activities related to national security, intelligence, or law enforcement. That sounds great, but it's not real clear exactly what, for example, what exactly does law enforcement mean? Is any local local or police department going to be able to pool this information for something minor like a traffic violation? Who knows? Basically, what's going on here is there's going to be a giant government database filled with the personal information of most small business owners in the country. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? It's not like, I don't know, it's not like the federal government's Office of Personnel Management was hacked a few years ago, putting millions of government employees' personal information out there at risk. But yeah, that, that actually did happen. Anyway, regardless how you feel about this, regardless how I feel about it, it looks like the Corporate Transparency Act is here to stay and the penalties for noncompliance are steep. So a failure to comply, results in a fine of $500 per day, up to $10,000 per entity and possibly up to two years in prison for willful willfully providing false information. So if you're, now the, the prison sounds like you know, that's, you're intentionally trying to deceive and file some sort of false report under FinCEN that first of all that would be stupid don't do that but there's criminal penalties there you're not going to go to prison if you make an error filing your report you know you, you key something in wrong that's that's an honest mistake however you may be subject to the fines so it's very important to know about the reporting requirements stay on top of them stay on top of your changes Again, best practice going forward will likely to handle that initial filing when you establish the entity. So that about does it. just to summarize this Corporate Transparency Act has created new beneficial owner information reporting requirements under FinCEN, which is Treasury's financial crime enforcement network. All beneficial owners have to report their name, address, an ID number, date of birth, and submit some form of ID. So this act's going to impact most small businesses that register with the state. So there's some exceptions. Large businesses, other highly regulated businesses like banks, they're exempt from these filings. Existing businesses have existing businesses prior to January 1st, 2024, have until January 1, 2025 to comply and file their for initial report. New businesses created during 2024 have 90 days to complete their initial filing, and new businesses filed or new business created after January 1, 2025, we'll have 30 days to file. And then any changes after that initial filing must be reported within 30 days. Again, penalties for non-compliance are severe, so make sure you're staying on top of this. That about does it. Hopefully you found some value in this episode. If so, please leave us a five-star review and hit that like and subscribe button. Until next time, have a great day. So that about does it for this episode of the CPA Zone. Thanks for listening, and I hope you found something valuable that you can take away. We are taking on new clients, and if you'd like to work with us, then go to our website and fill out the client intake form on our contact page. This can be found at thepulisgroup.com forward slash contact. That's T-H-E-P-U-L-I-C-E-G-R-O-U-P dot com forward slash contact.